Blog Talk Radio. connect to your soul, health, and wellness. Tune in as she brings messages, guidance, and clarity into your life. Hey guys, welcome to Get Into It with Tina Conroy. I am your host on Blog Talk Radio, and hello, the month of love. So if you are listening live or later on the recording, this is the month of love. It's the shortest month of the year, February. I hope you're full of red hearts and opening your hearts to self-love and self-care. So I have a lot going on, and I'm so excited to bring my very favorite guest on. But I want to share with you a lot of things that are going on in the area and on radio and just in my neck of the woods. So first, we have a full moon on Friday, and this full moon is also part of a eclipse. So the full moon is mostly about letting go. Um, The month of February is also about stepping into your truth and looking at some past wounds. So there's a lot of different references you can look at. I love mysticmama.com. You can look at that. But it's letting go of past wounds, past past hurts, and kind of moving into that. Also, they're saying the month of change, February, the month of change. And it, it kind of feels that way for myself as well. So I'm wondering if it feels like that for you. I know last night I had difficulty sleeping. That's sort of my go-to two days before the full moon. And then I kind of settle in. Also, the full moon, get out your crystals and charge them up. So any crystals that you have, you can put them outside in the moonlight or put them on your windowsill so they can really receive that beautiful, beautiful moonlight energy. So a lot going on on Friday. Also, we're getting a lot of snow here. At least that's what they say in New York. So it's called the snow full moon. And uh, looks like New York may just get it right in time. I think we're getting some snow tomorrow. We're holding down the fort. Apparently, it's going to be a lot. We will see. Um, It may be the very first big snowfall of the year for New York. So we will let you know. So it is the month of love. I've always loved Valentine's Day and the month of February. And I would love to have you share some love over in my Facebook group. So if you're not a member of my Facebook group, I would love for you to join me. Just go ahead and search me in the search bar of Facebook, and I will invite you in. We do uh, lots of spiritual talking and sharing. I have a lot of spiritual teachers, and we also, I do, Facebook Live, live at five on Friday, and it's live reading. So you can ask questions to Spirit and the Angels, and we can I can connect with you. So go ahead and find me at same name, get into it with Tina Conroy on Facebook at the Facebook group. And I would love for you to share the love, invite some friends into the group, and also find me on iTunes, iTunes Podcast. That's where all my shows are recorded. I had started June 26, 2014. I cannot believe it. It's going to be three years in June. So go ahead and subscribe to my show. Send me some love. That would be wonderful. I want to share that I was a guest on a podcast, and I've only been a guest one other time on my very good friend Terry Ann Hyman's show, and this was my second time as a guest on a podcast, and I was a guest of Sisters of Flow, and you can find that show on iTunes podcast. Dr. D, affectionately known, Denisha Hilton, had me on as a guest, and we talked about the crystal ball of periods. Yes, I did say the word periods. She is all about the menstrual cycle, how it affects women, and we talked about it in a very different way, the intuitive side. So go ahead and catch that show. It was a great show, Sisters of Flow. Now, next Wednesday, I will not be airing live. I will be putting on a recorded episode But I am doing something so wonderful, and I would love to share this with you. 
Next Wednesday, February 15th, I'm doing readings for a cause. And it's going to be in the local area, in the Port Washington area. I'm going to not disclose the area because it is a private home. But if you are interested, I am doing readings for a cause for Leukemia and Foma Society. And it's for the student series. The times will be from 1 to 3 and 7 to 9. This is at a private home in Port Washington, so you do need to contact me. $10, 50 minutes, and all proceeds on that day. All proceeds are going to leukemia and lymphoma. If you cannot be there to get the reading, I would be also welcome to take the donation for you and, you know, give it to a beautiful cause. And you can let me know. You can text me at 516-946-8042 to hold your space. We are filling up. Or you can email me, tinaconroy111 at gmail.com. And, again, it's 10-minute slots, so I would love to see you. Okay, one more announcement. I am headed to PodFest Multimedia Expo in Orlando. It is the first time that I'm going to meet all fellow podcasters. And I'm going to be there from February 23rd to the 25th. I'm going to hopefully broadcast from there. They, I have learned that they have some broadcasting booths. I might meet up with some fellow podcasters and um, might very well Hmm, broadcast my show from there. So stay tuned on social media. I'll be meeting lots of different podcasters. I know I'll be meeting Katie Kremitzos from her amazing podcast, Biz Woman Rock, and also Dr. D from Denisha Hilton from Sisters of Flow and many, many others. So hang on with me because I'll be in Orlando in two weeks and you're going to just check out and I'm going to check out the podcast scene. So let's just center for a moment. Take a nice breath in. And exhale away as we ground our energies and we move to this grounding energy of the full moon. We call upon angels, archangels, spirit guides, divine beings of light to hold us in light and surround us, to protect us. We ask always for the highest good and any intentions that you may have, feel free to bring them to mind. Take a nice breath in and exhale. And so it is. So my show today, how to go from living to thriving with Marianne Jones from Thrive Naturally. Founded by Marianne Jones, Thrive Naturally is a holistic wellness company that creates and delivers wellness programs and materials for the workplace, groups, and charitable organizations. Built on the premise that we all have unlimited potential to thrive, Marianne offers support, inspiration, awareness, and attention to motivate action toward health goals. Marianne is a certified health coach who worked for 20 years in magazine publishing before changing careers. As a former art director, she is expert at deconstructing information and delivering it in simple, informative, and dynamic formats that motivate and inspire. Marianne's own personal journey toward wellness is ongoing. As a recovering picky eater, she began to see strong connections to positive choices she was making in her life. Her daughter's type 1 diabetes diagnosis in 2002 inspired her to continue to learn more and eventually change careers. When her mother was diagnosed with stage 4 ovarian cancer in 2011, she was motivated to earn her integrative cancer care certification to better serve her family and community. You can find her, and her website is thrivenaturally.com. So without further ado, I'm going to get Marianne on the line. Hey, Marianne, how are you? I'm great, Tina. How are you? I'm awesome. I'm really good. Great to have you. Oh, well, it's uh, it's an honor. I, I feel very, very grateful and fortunate to uh, to spend a whole hour with you. Exactly. And I'm so excited. I love the whole, I always just love your name, the Thrive and Thrive Naturally, because Mm -hmm. don't we just truly want to thrive? So many people are just kind of living that status quo, however they are. And the difference is, is amazing. So I just love even, I just love your name and all that you're about. So I'm so glad to have you here. Thank you. Thank you. So I always start off to kind of bring the listeners back um, a little bit about who you are today. So we want to go back a bit to uh, what were you like as a child? What are the things you liked and things to do? Um, well, I grew up in, in Queens. I've, I've always been a New York girl. 
and I was uh, uh, very fortunate to have uh, very uh, loving parents and uh, a sister. We're, we're only 15 months apart, so we grew up uh, practically as twins, and we now live literally around the corner from each other. So <laughs> we uh, we pretty much stayed as close as you possibly can. And, uh, yeah, my childhood was really fun. We, we lived with my um, Italian grandmother, who was an immigrant, and, uh, and just, you know, loved us um, uh, unconditionally, of course, and, of course, also loved us with lots of Italian food. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, but um, to, much to, uh, you know, her sadness, I was not um, – a very good eater when I was a child. I was I was definitely labeled the picky eater of the family. And was that you just there were just a lot of things that you didn't like or there was it texture, was it smell, or was it just a combination of things? Yeah, you know, I mean now now when I look back, I think it was um it was completely like just my way of trying to you know, control my world as a child. Um, I, I think, you know, I, I just have always been hyper aware of anything that was on my fork. Um, and it's, it started off in a way that, you know, caused a lot of, um, a lot of angst, you know, in, in my family and, of course, um, internally with myself. Um, and then it's, you know, evolved into, um, into being picky about my food in, in a completely different way now. Um, but as a child, um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was smell, it was taste, it was, it was being the contrarian. Um, I, I think it was, you know, it was a lot. It was a lot of things. So did you kind of grow out of it as you grew up into, like, middle school years or high school mm-hmm. or college? Yeah. Yeah. Um, not not. So I was really on my own. Um, I, I went to college in New York City to School of Visual Arts, and I commuted. So I was living at home, but of course, um, more on my own, and uh, and more exposed in the world than I ever had been. Um, up until that point, I had um, gone to Catholic school for 12 years, and it was definitely a more you know sheltered, um, insular kind of community. So now I was in New York City and, you know, just exposed to many different kinds of people and, of course, many different kinds of food choices. So, you know, I began to just, you know, see that, you know, people ate lots of different foods and, and they, were, they were doing really well. <laughs> and, you know, and, you know, my food choices would sometimes ostracize me because I was so fearful of being in a situation where, I might have to try something new. So, yes, my my college experience and then after college living on my own and having to, um, you know, fully prepare all of my meals definitely started to um, expand my palate. Um, but, uh, but I wouldn't say that, you know, I think I still am an incredibly picky eater. It's just now, um, you know, my choices are, are picky and what I think is a much, uh, you know, healthier way is that, um, you know, I'm all about the quality of the food. I'm, I'm open to tasting things, but I still want to be um, choosy about my choices. Sure. So I know that you changed careers. So you did out before we, you, before you moved into what you do now and certified health coach, you worked for many mm-hmm. years in a magazine publishing yeah. So take this in that area. So how does that, how did that correlate or did it not to what you're doing now? Well, you know, it's all, um, I mean, in one way it has nothing to do with each other, but, um, but I love that we have this lifelong journey and that each experience builds on each other and, and makes me, and you, of course, and everyone who's listening, just completely unique. So I don't think I could be the kind of um, business owner and and health coach unless I had the um, the experience in editorial. Um, 
you know, so for 20 years, I, I basically, you know, worked on deadline. Um, I worked in magazine publishing, uh, in art departments as a designer and art director. And so, um, you know, I, I am very influenced by visual. I'm very um, in tune with storytelling and how images um, and, and words and the priority of, um, of the voice of words uh, can really uh, help motivate people to uh, think certain ways and, and do certain things. Um, so I think that, you know, the marketing experience that, that I was able to gather over my career has helped me, you know, get the message of thriving naturally out there in some effective ways. Um, and, you know, you can have the best um, intentions and the best message in the world, but if you're not getting that information out to people um, in a way that excites them and motivates them and inspires them, um, then, you know, then it's not, it's not really effective information. Right. Absolutely. So, right. So everything I always say, you know, there's always this, whatever we've, done before leads us up to where we're going and how exciting, like you said, how exciting it is that we can have different careers or different focus. And then we find say our passion and our connection, which I know this is your passion, but to be able to deliver the information in a simple, informative, dynamic way. I mean, I think that's one of your amazing strengths to people are, you know, I like for myself and I'll use myself. I'm, a person who's very confused with all the food choices and I'm not a picky eater. So I, I had a very different background. My background was my dad was a food analyst, believe it or not, for fast food and uh, lodging. So he was an analyst. Wow. He would, yeah. So he would constantly eat out and he would come home after travel and he would say, okay, we're going to go to this new restaurant called Wendy's. And, and we're all we go to Wendy. Like literally, I was the oldest of uh, four, but my brother wasn't born yet. And we would all go to Wendy's, and it wasn't. It could be Wendy's. It was Chi-Chi's. Do you remember Chi-Chi's at the time? I don't know yes, if they're. Yes. You remember that? So mm-hmm. he would follow different restaurants, and we would go to say Wendy's. I remember this very specific because he knew um, Dave Thomas very well. So we would go to Wendy's as a family, and we would order our Wendy's meal, and then there were these comment cards. And he would say, okay, everybody has to fill out a comments card. And I was, we were not picky eaters. So I was eating everything, you know, good and bad, everything. And we would go for sushi. I was one of the first families that ever tried sushi and different things. And so not being a picky eater and liking so many things, not all good things too, right? Um, I get very confused. I get very overwhelmed with, I don't know. I know what's healthy. I mean, I do. I think everyone Mm -hmm. sort of knows what's healthy, but it's almost like I walk through the grocery store and I just, I get overwhelmed. I get very overwhelmed. I need someone to like really hold my hand and say, okay, you know, I don't know. I just need a little bit more Mm -hmm. organization and also simple information. So how would you, how would you, someone like me, (laughs) <laughs> feel like a mess. Someone like me. How well, would you? I think, I think how you, would you and I are going to go on a, a healthy shopping trip together. I see I that. I would in like our that. Future. <laughs> I love it. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's do that. Well, you know, yeah. um, you know, it's it's very much like um, yoga. I mean, you know, I remember a, a, a wonderful yoga teacher. It might have, it might have even been you, Tina, who would always remind us to remember what we know, and. I think that that is 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 true of um, the food situation as well. Is that you know, as you said, we know that we should be eating real food, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, lots and lots of water. Um, but you know, we live in a world that is just saturated with information. And again, as someone who came from the world of media, I know uh, it was my job for 20 years to make. Uh, to sensationalize things, right? So, um, you know, any new trend and, and uh, of course, we have social media now and it, it can get incredibly confusing. And, of course, when we go to, um, you know, a grocery store, a food market, um, there's, there's stuff shouting at us from, from the shelves. 
Um, so, so I think that I am a filter for many clients, um, you know, giving kind of priority lists and recommendations. Um, and again, I, I, I know that you do this as well as a teacher is that we want to teach our, our clients to do the fishing, right? We, we can catch the fish for them, but that's not really serving them. We, we want to uh, help them learn how to fish. So, um, you know, giving them information so that they know how to read food labels, they know how to navigate um, a store, a, a grocery store, um, are really, really helpful tools to empower their ability to thrive. And uh, I'm so happy that you brought up the, uh, the grocery store and the shopping because just uh, this year, in 2017, I've been hired by uh, Long Island Whole Foods Market to um, lead healthy shopping trips for their customers each month. So wow. I Congratulations. Am doing, um, these, and it's free of charge to, to Whole Foods customers. And so we did uh, four shopping trips in January, two in Manhasset and two in, at the Jericho store. And they were so much fun. I don't know who had more fun, me or the customers. <laughs> um, and, you know, we, you know, we went down the aisles and they asked questions. And inevitably, you know, almost everything that I pointed out to them was either on the very bottom shelf or the very top shelf, right? Mm. So, so, you know, knowing where to look in the store, even in a, in a store like Whole Foods, um, can can just really again help empower people to feel like they're making um, you know more more positive changes for themselves. And so we're going to do this again um, at the end of February. I'll be in Manhattan on uh, February 28th, and I'll be in Jericho on March 1st. So if anybody's interested in that, they can they can just email me, and uh, we can we can get them on the RSVP list. Oh, that's very cool. So they email you, and then they show up at a particular time, and you take them through the store. Correct, correct. And okay. Whole Foods is just so amazing. They get, they get, give everyone a free uh, tote bag, and uh, and the um, the folks who work at the store are amazing. We um, we taste test things, and um, it's really a fun fun time. I love that. Okay, so there's a lot of people that are listening that are in our area, in the Port Washington, Manhattan area. So the 28th is a Tuesday, I believe. So, and yes. how can you just can you just um, let them know your email one more time, Marianne? Of course, of course, it's Marianne M A R Y A N N at thrivenaturally.com. Perfect. So I may be joining you because oh, I walk okay. through I. I'm almost embarrassed to say I walk through Whole Foods and I do the, okay, I need this. And then I go right to the salad bar or right to the prepared stuff because, you know, usually I'm in a rush, of course. And then I walk out and go, hmm, I don't know if those are the best choices for me because <laughs> everything looks so right. good. So yummy. It does. It does. But, you know, the other thing that, um, I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan of Whole Foods um, and I know that many people think of it as whole paycheck, right? but if you know how to shop there, you um, can really save a lot of money. And I, I would say that was the biggest takeaway from the folks who joined me last month is there was a lot of surprise um, from the customers that, oh, you know, this is less expensive than it is in, you know, the grocery store I usually shop in. Um, so, so really, if you, if, if you go with somebody who knows the store well, um, you can you can get some health coach hacks and and figure out how to not only get some great products but also save some money. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. So the twenty eighth in Massett, and you said later in the month for Jericho March store, 1st. correct? March first. March 1st. Very good. Day in the Jericho store. Fantastic. So let's take us a little bit further along your journey and mm -hmm. take us to when you started making some positive choices for yourself and um, tell us a little bit your, I know your daughter was diagnosed with, with type one diabetes. Correct. And so Correct. did that, was that the precipice of you moving into health coaching? 
Yeah, I mean, you know, the classic, um, you know, Oprah aha moment um, <laughs> was, uh, yeah, so when she was two years old, so so she just turned 16, so it was, you know, 14 years ago, um, we had that doctor visit, um, and we got sent straight to the emergency room, and uh, she was, uh, you know, just on the cusp of uh, what they call ketoacidosis, um, which is you know, chronically high uh, blood sugars. And, uh, and we were told that she had uh, type 1 diabetes. And it was, um, you know, in a way it was a relief um, because she had been uh, for months just so unpredictable and um, we just didn't know what was wrong with her. I kept taking her to the doctor thinking she had, um, you know, an ear infection or problems with her teeth coming in and we just didn't know. So, you know, you can you can win any game when you know the rules, and I felt like I was, you know, going to start being able to learn the rules. But it was uh, a bit of a devastating diagnosis um, for uh, my husband, um, whose father actually, you know, passed away of complications of type 1 diabetes when, um, when my husband was only 19 years old. So, um, you know, so it was, it was, you know, it was heavy, but, uh, but, you know, he, he rallied and, uh, and of course, as a family, it brought us closer and I just started doing tons of research and, you know, as we started to see, um, different, um, practitioners, I just was very frustrated with the advice that I was getting. I felt that it was the easy advice. Advice, not necessarily um, the best advice. And so I started to research, um, you know, different doctors and um, different nurse educators. And, of course, really trying to understand what was in our food that would affect her blood sugar so that I would know how much insulin to give her. And, of course, as you know, with type 1, um, you are insulin dependent. Um, and so we had to give her that insulin, you know, when she was first diagnosed mm-hmm. uh, via uh, a syringe. Um, she now wears an insulin pump. And I would notice things that if she were um, at home eating um, things that had carbohydrates in it, like uh, carrots or a piece of bread or um or some rice that, uh, you know, I could, I could weigh it. I could figure out how many carbohydrates were in it and give her that amount of insulin, and we would be able to keep her blood sugars nice and steady. Um, but then I would also notice that if we were um, maybe out at a party or if um, we were celebrating a birthday at home and she were to have something that was much more processed, like we especially remember marshmallows. <laughs> so she she would eat a marshmallow and she would tell me, Mommy, I feel wacky. Now, again, I would look on the package, see how many carbohydrates were in that marshmallow. I would give her the insulin for it, which conceptually that would tell you that you would be able to keep her blood sugar steady. But because perhaps the the marshmallow had a different kind of sugar in it, high fructose corn syrup, it didn't seem to be affecting her the same way natural sugars did. And so this was like, hmm, something's not right here. And again, this just led me to read more and more about processed foods and how um, they might be affecting your body um, in ways that just don't make sense. And, uh, and so uh, The Omnivore's Dilemma by Michael Pollan, I don't know if any of the listeners have ever read yeah. that book, but that was a book that completely changed my life. And, uh, and so, again, it just sparked more learning. And uh, almost right after I finished that book, I was laid off from my job. It was, uh, it was 2007, and I was art directing a magazine for Citigroup. And uh, they laid off 17,000 people in one day. Wow. So um, I didn't take it personally, (laughs) 
which was good. Um, and I remember uh, coming home that day and greeting my daughters um, off the bus, and they're like, Mom, what, what are you doing home? And I said, oh, Mommy got fired today. And we were literally dancing in the street. They were so uh-huh. happy. <laughs> That's so nice. And I got fired. <laughs> so it gave me this opportunity to, um, you know, kind of reflect on what did I want to do next. And, um, and so as I, uh, you know, just kept learning and reading, I learned about the health coaching program at the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, and it just sounded like the perfect way for me to kind of create my my second act for me to for me to live out my very visual midlife crisis and <laughs> uh, and you know follow my passion. So you know, Marianne, that was divine timing, right? <laughs> it was. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I know it was. Um, and it was actually I. I read that book, Omnivore's Dilemma, and then the very next book that I read was um, an Eckhart Tolle book, The Power of Now. Yeah. So I know it was divine intervention, absolutely. Without a doubt, without a doubt. Yes. So tell me now, you are a busy, 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 busy person. You, uh, mm-hmm. I know you go to companies, corporations, and individuals. So tell me a little bit, you know, without, obviously there's, I'm sure there's client, uh, you know, confidentiality, but on a weekly basis, are you, are you going mostly to corporations, working with individuals? I love, actually, I'm getting text messages, Marianne, that two people uh-huh. are already emailing you and we're going to be there on the 28th. So I'm building okay. a little tribe for you. I'm literally, oh, I'm, I'm literally getting text messages. So me and two other people are there the 28th. So we'll All have right. to talk. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm multitasking. Fantastic. I shouldn't multitask. They're, they're texting That's me. okay. Well, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. It's <laughs> just such a win-win, you know. I mean, here Whole Foods is, is you know, paying for my time so that I can offer this to the community. It's, it's, it's just wonderful. I love it. So yeah. share a little bit. Um, so share about now, like, what your week is like. Do you commute to the city? Do you stay local? Do you see corporations, individuals, you know? And then sure. I want to actually also talk about, we're going to get into the Bengals because that's so exciting also. Yeah. But let's yes. stay here. Okay. Okay, great. Um, so I do see I do see clients one-on-one. Um, maybe that's about 20 to 25% of my business. And um, I'm very fortunate that, I am um, referred to by some amazing um, medical doctors in the area, and that is so empowering um, that, you know, medical doctors are recognizing that health coaches can be such an asset to what they do. Um, You know, they have sometimes very little time with their patients, and their patients have lots of questions about, oh, you know, you told me I have high blood pressure, now what do I eat? And so um, the fact that a doctor will refer me to someone like that where I can, again, take them shopping or help them learn how to cook a healthy soup or teach them about what high cholesterol really means for their body has been, um, has been just a, an amazing aspect of my business. Um, the, the, the workplace wellness is a much larger percentage of my business, and I feel that it is mm. totally aligned with, um, with my experience. You know, I was, I was that person sitting in the desk, at the desk, you know, on deadline, not knowing where to get lunch, not hydrating myself, um, under a lot of stress. And so um, I think there's a certain authenticity that I bring to that, um, to that world. Um, I was very blessed that one of my first clients was the Nielsen Company, and I've been working with them. Um, this is my uh, my seventh year working with them, and I am their on-site wellness coach for their New York City um, headquarters um, down on uh, Broad Street in Lower Manhattan, and also they have an office out in Syosset on Long Island. And I just... Um, got off a series of uh, communications. I'm going down to their Tampa office um, that I've been to a few times to help them roll out a new program for 
um, pre-diabetics and type 2 diabetics. That's fantastic. So that been, yeah. Oh, it's, it's been such a great experience for me because it's kept me um, in a groove of having to develop curriculum. So, you know, every month I'm visiting um, this population and I need to consistently be creating new programming for them. So, for instance, you mentioned February is the month of love. Um, and, of course, it's also National Heart Health Month. And isn't that great, you know, hearts and love? So, you know, every February I have to provide some, um, you know, new interesting information to um, my workplace wellness clients about how they can care for their heart. And, you know, there, there are infinite possibilities, um, but, but I just love how it keeps me evolving and growing as well. And Absolutely. so my opportunity, yeah, and so my opportunity with Nielsen has fueled a lot of other opportunities with, um, with um, in the workplace. So I've been out to Cannon, um, Estee Lauder, you know, just here on Long Island, and I'm working with a, a few companies in New York City as well, um, Exalate. I've, I've done some workshops at um, a public relations firm called Ruder Finn. So really, I just I've just been so fortunate, and um, I'm very comfortable in that environment. Well, I know I've been part of some of the Heart Healthy Month as well, and um, practice is now acquired by Northwell. And I had the opportunity last Thursday, yes, last Thursday already, last Thursday to share in an event at the Marriott, and you know the Go Red event. And uh, Dr. Uh-huh. Stacey Rosen and Dr. Lucy Gade, who is our medical director at practice, um, you know, and we went and it was just a wonderful experience of meeting different people and learning about how the conditions are different, you know, how heart attacks are different for women and how this is still the number one. I did not realize that is the number one, uh, I guess the one number one death for women is heart, uh, heart disease. And so yeah. it was just a great lecture. I was able to, um, uh, we had boot, uh, different like setups and I talked about essential oils and wellness and essential oils that day. And it was really nice just to meet everybody and, and be with the physicians and, and learning how to, you know, notice the signs and, and notice how this disease is very different for women than for men and, you know, the go red. And so we have a lot of events. So that's also just want to share that, we have a lot of events going on at practice, which is now uh, part of the Northwell system in Roslyn. So if anyone's interested, you can let me know. We have a lot of many, you know, go red events. So I love that. I love how they connected the heart, um, you know, the health, heart, health, heart month, and also with obviously February being love. So, and I loved your yeah. newsletter. I love that. So I, I oh, am glad thank that you. it's really lovely. Thank you. And if, if any of your listeners want to get the newsletter, they can just go to thrivenaturally.com and enter their email address, and they can get on the list too. Perfect. So I have a, I have a question for you. I the are you now? I know most of the people that um, that study with IIN um, and do. Are you open to all food groups? Like, is there not necessary for yourself? So I'm not asking personally, but mm-hmm. there's never like one way to eat. Is that sort of their philosophy? So that, you know, some people are going to be vegan. Some people are going to eat meat. Some people are going to be vegetarian. Are you, do you kind of look at the whole person and then see where they feel comfortable or, you know, is it, it's not like a one-stop shop. Like you say, this is what you need to no. do kind of thing. Okay. No, absolutely not. Um, you know, the, the, the philosophy of the school is bio-individuality. You know, we're all different, and we all, you know, have come from different places. We've all had different experiences. We all have um, different, uh, you know, uh, body types and makeups. And um, so one way of eating isn't always right for all people. Um, and I think, I think you're seeing that in... Um, you know, evolve in the wellness industry is that, you know, it's not, you know, people are really recognizing that, you know, it's not, oh, you know, you have to eat low carb, you have to eat uh, paleo, you know, that 
there there's just um I, I'm all for experimenting but it's really about what works for you. It has to work not just for your body, it has to work for your mind and your soul and your lifestyle as well. Um, because you know, if, if you're if you're eating a food that you think um, you know, the whole brain just gets in the way of everything, right? If you think that, um, oh, gosh, you know, I need to be eating this food because I saw that Gwyneth Paltrow was eating it, um, but you don't like the way it tastes, and, um, you know, nobody, you know, no one in your family wants to eat it, or it's really hard to acquire this food in your climate in the, in the winter, then that's not the right food for you, you know? So, um you know, I, I, I've, I've learned over the years that we have to bring joy to this process and curiosity. Um, and the only way that we can kind of come to the place where we know what works for us is to be open to the possibilities, um, experiment, and have fun doing it. I love that. I love that because, you know, sometimes that's the other part that's very confusing and overwhelming. Well, maybe I should be vegan and maybe I should be vegetarian mm-hmm. or, you know, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've kind of dabbled in different things. I, you know, I'm not vegan or vegetarian. I did do some vegetarian ish <laughs> right before I went to uh-huh. India uh, for three months and it was fine. But I found for myself because I didn't have the awareness that I ended up really leaning a lot to dairy. I'm a dairy person. So what happened is mm-hmm. as soon as I pulled out the protein for me, this was a couple of years back. As soon as I pulled out the protein, I leaned on dairy, a lot of dairy, a lot of cheese, a lot of dairy, which is not necessarily great for me. And um, I tend to get, um, you know, a lot of like respiratory uh, colds and stuff. So we know that dairy can be related to that. So, you know, I think if I think if I had to do it again or if I chose to do it again, I would do it a much different approach. So mm-hmm. but I like the fact that you're seeing the whole person and not every, you know, diet, every program is good for every person. And depending on where they are and what's best for them is what you're going to is, is seeing the whole person and working with with them. So that's really good. Absolutely. And everyone is. You know, what you had mentioned in my intro, you know, that, and I make sure that I always include this in, um, you know, when I introduce myself to people is that, you know, I'm, I'm on this journey just like you are. And, you know, I'm, I don't feel that I've come to the end of the road or some magical, you know, enlightened place. Um, you know, and, and the way I'm, you know, I'm 50 now, um, you know, the way I'm eating now might not be right for me when I'm 60 or 70 or 80. Um, and so it's, it really is a journey. And um, again, we want the journey to be, um, to be fun. And if, if we, our, so our attitude along the road is, is super important. Um, so yeah, one, one way of eating does not work for everyone. Um, and, uh, but I will say there is one thing that I do recommend to every person, um, every client, every workplace wellness employee, um, anyone who listen actually, and that is um, is hydrating with water. That is a message that I am very very passionate about, um, and um, and I feel that that's something that every human can benefit from. And so that leads us into moving into the wellness bangles, which I love the wellness bangles. So can you share with us the creation of that, the Thrive Wellness Bangles? Sure. Oh, sure. I would love to. Um, so I was um, delivering a, a wellness workshop to a group of women. And like I do in every, at every opportunity, I was telling them, you know, we, we try to make sometimes it's so complicated. You know, we want to lose weight. We want to have more energy. We want to have less brain fog. Um, we want to be more productive at work. Um, and, uh, you know, we're, we're trying all the latest trends. But really, it comes down to perhaps something as simple as drinking water. So, um, you know, I like to always say drink more water and less of everything else that you're drinking. 
And so, of course, you know, ideally the, the rule of thumb is eight times eight. So eight, eight-ounce glasses of water per day um, is, uh, is, is a good baseline for most adults. And so I said I had just read a, um, a tip that perhaps you would start your day, and this is when silly bands were all the craze. Um, right. You would start your day with, uh, you know, eight silly bands on one wrist or maybe eight loose-fitting um, rubber bands. And then every time you drank a glass of water, you would move that band to your other wrist. So you were always kind of mindfully aware of how much water you had had to drink already during the day and how much you still needed to drink. And so after the workshop, the woman who had, um, who had coordinated called me and she said, Marianne, I have a crazy idea. <laughs> so I'm like, sure, let me know. She said, look, I don't want to wear rubber bands around my wrist. <laughs> She says, I want to wear something a lot more beautiful and stylish, but I love this idea. What do you think about eight bracelets that you wear on your wrist? And that's what you move from arm to arm. She said, and because the name of your business is Thrive, um, the word thriving has eight letters. So perhaps each bracelet could represent one of those letters. So I was like, wow, that sounds like an amazing idea. And so she and I embarked on this adventure um, to uh, work with a designer who uh, helped us create these bangles. And we came up with eight inspiring words that each start with the, with the letters in the word thriving. And, uh, and we were able to find a manufacturer and we started a website and we have just spent the last year, um, you know, promoting the bangles and trying to, you know, build the brand and bring awareness um, to this tool that you can use to um, almost be like a health coach on your wrist, you know, keeping you motivated to, you know, drink that water. And, and excuse the pun, but we really feel that there's a ripple effect with the water is that you know, you might start drinking more water and feel more energy and perhaps start to move towards your goal weight. And this empowers other parts of your wellness. And we've been told that, you know, people are using their bangles to remind them to take their vitamin supplements or um, to, you know, stay, uh, to stay with their health goals of avoiding processed sugar you know, whatever it is that they're working towards. So it's, it's just been a great experience and, uh, and definitely, uh, you know, a, a, crazy, a crazy trip out of my comfort zone. Well, I, they are the coolest thing. So everybody, the website is thrivewellnessbangles.com. And each, you're right, so each bangle, so it spells out thriving, thrive, hydrate, revise, inspire, value, infinite, nourish, and grateful. Those are awesome. Yes. I love it. I love it. <laughs> oh, thank really cool. you. Love it. And I know also there is a part or perhaps some of the proceeds go to, or you've, you've done some kind of proceeds towards breast cancer, or maybe that was just a particular. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, so the co-founder of this company is Deanna Durso. And she is um, a Manhasset resident, a longtime friend, and uh, she's gone back to school and received her health coaching certification as well. And so we're partnering on many different levels. And I couldn't ask for just a more inspiring, motivating partner. It's been a great experience. And I never would have uh, taken this jump off the cliff without her. Um, so creative. And so um, we worked together on some, some other um, initiatives, uh, one being the Prevent with Five Bangles. So this, this was um, something um, that we created um, based on wor the work of Dr. Anita Sadati. Mm -hmm. She is an um, amazing physician 
um, OBGYN um, in Great Neck who has um, received her, um, her functional medicine fellowship. Um, she's incredibly uh, gifted um, um, healer, and she um, is, you know, seeing uh, patients um, in the functional medicine um, world. Um, and actually the name of her functional medicine practice is called Thrive. So a lot of synergy. I so I know she, Anita. Anita's taken my classes, yes. and I I know Anita quite well. So um, she's not my physician, yeah. but she's I know her quite well. She's taken classes. She comes regularly to uh, to practice, and Anita's great. I did not know that, and I know I know Deanna yeah. as well. So this is it's yes. all synergy, Marianne. It's all synergy. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. And you know, I think you know Anita Sadati really. You know, she walks the walk. You know, here you know she goes to practice, and she. Um, you know, is is living her life and thriving, um, and that's totally aligned with what she is giving to her patients. Um, so she she came to me with all this research that she had um, of, of how to prevent your risk of breast cancer by 30%, regardless of your age, your genetics, or your environment. And this is incredibly power, powerful information. I mean, here we are on Long Island where we know that our risk is so high. Um, but regardless of that, there, there are five action steps that you can take every day to reduce your risk by 30%. And so we created a custom set of five bangles to, um, to reinforce these five action steps. And that's, that's also on the website. And we have um, donated 20% of the sales of those bangles to the Manhasset Women's Coalition Against Breast Cancer, MWCABC, which is, um, I'm sure many of your listeners know what an extraordinary um, organization this is, um, giving, giving uh, so much uh, comfort and, um, and support to local uh, breast cancer mm-hmm. um, patients and thrivers, as I like to say. Um, so it's just been, um, you know, it's just evolving into, uh, you know, a few different directions, but we see a lot of, of potential, and we're going to see where it takes us. Well, it's it's great. It's fantastic. And again, I just, it's just, I have like this big smile on my face because it's like, I know this person and then there's just synergy <laughs> and, and the bangles and I love it. I love that so much. Oh, good, good, so we good, have about good. seven minutes left and I would love, I always ask all my, all my guests, what was, or can you pinpoint uh, intuitive moments or an intuitive time that, uh, that you can connect with uh, in your lifetime, it could have been something, you know, in any area of your life, but that you really knew that you connected to your intuition and you listened to it and you trusted it. Well, I, I guess it would have to be um, when I decided to finally enroll at Integrative Nutrition. Um, you know, I had been researching lots of different nutrition courses. And the practical part of me thought, oh, I should go to CW Post and and take, um, you know, biology classes and, you know, pursue, uh, you know, a more clinical, um, conventional nutrition degree. That just seemed like the most logical, practical thing to do. And then um, I was, uh, you know, doing that research and, and into my inbox, in my email popped a message from a woman who I had been connected to through um, the type 1 diabetes world. Um, she had a son, has a son who has type 1 diabetes, and so we, you know, had a lot in common. And she was also um, very passionate about um, helping her son, um, you know, uh, manage his diabetes naturally. And she invited me to a to go to be her guest at a class at Integrative Nutrition. She had just started the program there and was very enthusiastic about health coaching. And she knew that I would be perhaps interested in this subject matter. And she said, why don't you join me? 
and I went I went with her and uh, I and I knew when I went to that class that this was the school that was going to you know I would say it's the school that inspired me to thrive um, and I, I don't think that I would be you know I would be doing what I'm doing right now had I not answered that email attended that class and and pulled the trigger on going to the school. Nice. Very nice. I love that. Well, we're so glad that you did that. And Aww. all the people that yeah, and all the people that you all the people that you have connected with and all the people that, you know, are thriving and are really moving from, you know, from living to thriving and, you know, as you continue to do your work with the the wellness bangles and just getting the word out there, it's it's, you know, it's it's truly needed. It's truly needed at this time to really understand, but have a simple, informative way at delivering it the way you do. Not, you know, not, you know, it doesn't seem, it doesn't seem that hard. So I am going to join you on the 28th for that um, Whole Foods tour. And I have a few other people. You're going to get some emails. And anything else you want to, yeah, anything else you want to share with the listeners, any other upcoming events, um, or anything else you want to just share with them for, for closing? Sure, sure. Um, actually, Sunday, Deanna and I will be at Athleta up at the Americana in Manhasset, and we are doing, um, we're part of a free event that they're doing. Um, they just launched their uh, line of clothes for young girls, and so the whole family is invited. They're doing a cardio workout at 945, and then uh, we're all going to make uh, gratitude Valentine's um, crafts together. And Deanna and I will be there wearing our wellness and, um, and trying to inspire people to, um, to thrive every day. Nice. And what are the hours, Marianne? Uh, the, the, the cardio class starts at 945. And then that goes until the, you know, uh, up until the store opens at 11. And then I I think that they'll that the craft goes on maybe until one or two, but okay. if, if you go to thrive um, thrive naturally on Facebook, I'll put something up there with all the details. Great. Well, thank you. Well, thank you so so very much. Um, I'm so glad I got you on the show. I've been wanting to for a long time, and it was synchronistic when I met you and saw you again at Lord and Taylor. Yeah. <laughs> Things are never. <laughs> Things are never coincidental. You had been on my mind for quite some time, and that was the perfect timing when we just bumped into each other. So thank you so much for sharing your light and sharing your passion uh, with so many people, women and men, and so that we can really truly thrive and to to have that and thrive instead of just live. So thank you for all that you do, and it was a pleasure having you. Oh, thank you, Tina. I'm so grateful. Really appreciate the opportunity. You're welcome. Have a fantastic day. Okay, you too. Bye now. Bye-bye. What a fantastic show, guys. I really hope that if you missed anything, you can go back and listen on the recording. And again, show me some love. My show is always recorded in the iTunes podcast. And you can go there and subscribe, and then you'll always get my shows as they, as they come through. Next week, my show will not be live. And the following week, I'm going to be at PodFest. Yes, I'm so excited. I'm going to be at PodFest Multimedia Expo in Orlando. There's about 500-plus people. I'm going to be hobnobbing with podcasters and just learning lots and lots of stuff to bring back to you guys. And hopefully, I will also be able to broadcast from that site. Have a fantastic day. Enjoy the full moon. Namaste. Intuitive, renowned intuitive 
in the angelic realm. Psychically connect to your soul, health, and wellness. Tune in.